Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Our number two of a numbers game at VSEN, the Sports Betting Network, VSEN.com, the VSEN app, Fubo Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. Still have Michael Lombardi coming up later on the show, later this hour. And Las Vegas Chris on the heels of yet another contest win. This time, last man standing, the NFL version, uh, where he tied for first place and chopped up a whole bunch of money once again. We'll talk to him uh, in studio for a couple segments, not just about that contest, but just about a whole bunch of tweets that he's written uh, over the last couple months and that have resonated with his followers. We'll get into some of those things coming up with uh, Las Vegas Chris here momentarily. But first, under a cloud of smoke in Southern California, the host of the Wide World of Weingarten podcast, wherever podcasts are available. It's Jason Weingarten. How you doing, Jason? Good morning. Nice to be here. Sorry sorry to hear about your father, Gil. That's, Thank uh, you, Jason. I appreciate it. Thank you so but, much. Uh, you, you get me and Chris today. That's uh, quite the lineup. It's it's the you Chris Lombardi trifecta. We love an hour of, of sports betting like that. By the way, what's the shirt today? I can't see the whole thing. What is, what is that right there? Garfield. Garfield. Solid. Solid as they come. There's a bit of a resemblance Garfield. between you and, and Garfield there, Jason. Has people told you that before? We, we both like coffee, we hate Mondays, and uh, we like lasagna. <laughs> That's right. That's right, all those things. I was on to something. All right, so we, uh, Jeff and I, talked about Coach of the Year a little earlier on the show, and I know you have come on here and you have made passionate uh, cases for a couple, most notably Zach Taylor. How do you feel about the Zach Taylor ticket right now? He's, he's very live right now. I think uh, 
it, it comes down to whether or not they win their last two games and lock up the division. I think the uh, the division is the kicker that he's going to need to seriously contend. So I, I don't want to rehash a segment I did earlier, but I'm, I'm curious your thoughts on a couple things. One, I mean, aren't there paths for a few of these guys? So if I said Brian Flores and the Dolphins won out, nine-game winning streak, make the playoffs, Brian Flores wouldn't be coach of the year? I think he might. I think I think the criteria at this point for winning is is going to be winning out, winning your last two games. Um, most likely a division title. The only guy I could see winning without a division title, I think, is Brian Flores. Um, Frank Wright, I, I kind of don't get that number on him. Like, I understand that he's doing good things, but how do you vote for Frank Wright over LaFleur with a division title, Taylor with a division title, Vrabel with a division Vrabel. title? Vrabel, I mean, yeah. Vrabel's the one that I've been sort of saying, which is, I mean, again, this is a, like we talked about with baseball, you and I did with all those awards, it's we're handicapping humans. That's the problem, right? We're, we're, we're trying to determine what other people are going to, what's going to matter to them. For me, were I a voter, this just in, I am not. But if it were me and the Titans won out and the Chiefs lose and the Titans get the number one seed and their division, right? They get the division and the number one seed. And I, then I look back at what did Vrabel overcome, right? Didn't have Derrick Henry for more than half the year. Didn't have A.J. Brown for, you know, more than a quarter of the year. Didn't have Julio for really anything. I don't know if Julio matters anymore. Um, that, to me, is the greatest single coaching job of the year. I just don't know if that will matter to voters. I don't know if they'll see it that way. That's what makes this interesting. It, it does, but but the overcoming stuff, I mean, every team's had to overcome stuff. The the, the Packers are playing without their all-pro left tackle and all-pro cornerback. Uh, the, the, the Colts had COVID issues all year. They're one of the lowest vaccinated teams in the league. That's not surprising. You know, the, the Bengals, Zach Taylor, like I've mentioned before, he took over an awful team and has had to, you know, just drag them to a, to, to, to a viability or prominence. Well, you see, but, I think that's the biggest Taylor resume item, right? Because the other guys, all these other teams were expected to be good with the, maybe the exception of the Brian Flores case. But in the case of Zach Taylor, like I used to sit here on the radio and we used to say he looks bewildered on the sidelines, right? Like they were just terrible. And so you're right. I think in terms of overcoming expectation, that's his biggest case here. That That's why I have a hard time with Matt LaFleur and Bill Belichick and Mike McCarthy. You know, what did Mike McCarthy do? He's expected to win. He, he, he took over a, a huge, great team with a, <clears throat> a great roster. Um, Bill Belichick, it's, it's, it's new England where you're always in a great situation to win. Like I said before, he should win the general manager of the year for how he rebuilt that roster. And then Matt LaFleur, what's so special about what he's doing. Any coach could have come in that situation and won 10 games with Aaron Rodgers on the roster. He didn't, he's not doing anything particularly special. He hasn't revamped that offense or changed anything. It's, it's Aaron Rodgers who does everything who deserves, you know, Aaron Rodgers should be coach of the year and MVP for, so, for that matter. So this is what I was saying earlier. And I guess we can, we can wrap it in a bow with this, but that's, that was my thing. Cause if you look, this is more interesting based on who's not even on here then, you know, just as much as who is on here, because this just triggers in my head, maybe we have all of this wrong, right? In the same way that, you know, Brandon Crawford was 100 to 1 and got, you know, a lot of votes for NL MVP. Remember my buddy in San Francisco, who, who's not a sports better, was like, so Brandon Crawford's the NL MVP, right? And I get it, he's a Giants fan, 
But that like made me realize we are so close to the sun as betters. And I look at this. There's no world where Matt LaFleur should be plus 150 and Andy Reid should be 80 to 1 or 60 to 1. Absolutely. Yeah, 60 to 1 still. He's yeah. available. 100 to 1 at FanDuel. And, you know, and Sean McDermott, I'm not saying Sean McDermott should win coach of the year, but he's 80 to one or, or 100 to one. Nick Sirianni is 80 to one. I mean, why are they not priced in the same, you know, ballpark as these guys are? Just the whole thing could be nonsense, right? So I, I do think you're on to something with if you're betting these, you certainly should only be betting the long shots. Like, do not touch the floor. I'm not even sure you can bet right at this point. Yeah, you, you definitely can. I mean, I know. Yeah, you could ask Chris. Chris, Chris bet Reich, I think, at like sixty to one or something. Now but, that's a price. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing is seventy-five to one. He just said off air seventy-five to one. He bet it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love Chris. By the way, he's he's a role model for me. But uh, the, a lot of these, it's it's it really is. It's about getting the big numbers before the the next move, as opposed to seeing this and saying, oh, I got to take Taylor seven to one now or Reich three and a half to one. Now, you know, the time to take these guys was a week or two ago when they were trading at, you know, 20 to one, 30 to one, 50 to one, et cetera. Jason just called you his role model. Chris, Chris is having a week, by the way, between Jason and Roxy. We'll get to the Roxy video later. Um, okay. Besides coach of the year, what do you feel most excited about in terms of your award tickets or, or any of your futures for that matter? I feel good about Cooper cup. Um, for, I, I know for which? he's not for MVP. Okay. I, I don't think he has a very big chance of winning, but you know, you bet something at 200 to one down to 30 to one at bet MGM. It's down to, to half that. I think it's 18 to one at DraftKings right now. Uh, they get the, the, uh, what do you call it? The Ravens this weekend. Ravens are missing seven of their top eight defensive backs. If there was ever a situation for Cooper Cup to have 15, 20 receptions, you know, put up some crazy numbers, this would be the weekend. And he really needs, he needs a 200-yard game. He needs a really big game to push those numbers close to 2,000. And we could really start having that conversation where we put his numbers in context with the rest of, of the offensive players. And, you know, it... it it, it just, it, it really stands out to me. I, I, I don't see a reason why Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor should have such a, a gap in their odds. And then uh, Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes absolutely has a chance to win his final two games of the regular season and pass Aaron Rodgers. I mean, if you were to do sort of the player A, player B with Rodgers and Mahomes right now, the only major difference is their interceptions, I think. Well, and that's a large that's a large difference, right? That can't be. It does the, the, yeah. the, to me, no. The, the four versus eleven interceptions when your teams have the same record, it, it it it's noise to me, basically. You know, Aaron Rodgers could could throw two interceptions this weekend, three interceptions. I mean, it, it's 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 a little bit of just variance to me. But do you believe? Question. Let me just ask you this question. Because let's say everything you're saying and nothing you're saying is outlandish. But do you believe, and again, there's history with the awards where the MVP is typically for a quarterback, offensive player of the year is sort of the drift after that. And so that's where you get a running back. That's where you get the Jerry Rice or the Michael Thomas, you know, in historical anomalies of wide receivers winning offensive player of the year. But it's, so it's two things. One, do you really believe, even believing what everything you just said, do you believe that the people voting on this and a majority of them will see things your way for an award that historically has not been voted for non-quarterbacks? At the moment, with two weeks to go, I, I couldn't say, yes, I, I think Cooper Cup is, is going to win. But I, I believe he has a path with two games left with the Rams 
potentially winning the division. Um, I think you have to look at the 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 stats in the context of the entire season, and we, we have to wait until after week 18. And I, I do think once you look at Cup in context with the rest of the candidates after week 18, he's a viable candidate. I, I will say this. I, I really believe that when they when they vote, people are just for MVP. They're just going to say, look, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's, I mean, the Packers would be nothing without him. But I will say this, Jason. If you end up being right, let's say Cooper, if Cooper Cup ends up, not if you end up being right, but if your bet cashes on Cooper Cup, I think it might be your finest, and this is saying something because you've had some great futures cash in the past. This one might be your most unbelievable one, given the price, given the overcoming of how the <clears throat> of how that market is historically voted on. What would you say, by the way, in your history of betting, if you look back, what's the biggest future or award ticket, whatever, uh, long-form bet that you've cashed that you're the most proud of or you think is the most impressive one? Jordan, probably Jordan Alvarez, 200 to 1, because he was just hanging out there. You know, it was the middle of the season, and I was just like, oh, this guy's going to come up and be amazing, and nobody was talking about him. To win AL Rookie of the Year. Yeah, AL Rookie of the Year. Yeah. I had a, I had the uh, sheet in front of me, and I there was Jordan Alvarez at 200 to 1, and there was Casey Mize at 200 to 1. And which yeah. one do you think I bet on? <laughs> but it's, it's yes. really interesting with, with Cup. Yeah, to, to just talk about how they, you know, well, the wide receivers never won the MVP, so it won't happen, sort of thing. Um, I, I don't like those arguments. I don't like getting stuck in those arguments because, like, if you look at the Heisman a couple of years ago when Devonta Smith won, mm-hmm. it was quarterback, quarterback, quarterback until it wasn't. And yeah. these things, that's that's the the way they tend to trade is the favorites are the favorites right until they aren't, and then next week Cooper Cup's four to one, and you missed it. All right, real quick, we got to go. Who'd you bet? Who would you bet on right now? For uh, coach of the year, right now. Coach of the year, uh, Quick. Andy Reid still a pretty good bet at sixty to one hundred. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. 
Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits, yet another way that VSIN is here to make you smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VSIN.com. It's Gil Alexander. Uh, Jeff Parlay is here as well. Um, by the way, crew, your Christmas gifts are here in studio. Pick them up. And your sweatshirt is here. Just let Ann know. Um, sorry, primetime action got them last week, and I slipped my mind. You get it these last couple days. Uh, but, Jeff, you wanted to say thank you to someone who got you a gift. Yeah, I, I, this has been about a month odyssey tracking this thing down within the South Point. So, uh, Sam, Gin, uh, Sam, uh, Sam G, I'll go by uh, one of our listeners who you and I have Love met Sam. in the past. Great guy. Uh, uh, Actually, knew Wishnev yes. from Pittsburgh. A neighbor, almost. Yes, an almost neighbor. So uh, because he's uh, a creative fella, Sam, came up with the Cleveland Browns <laughs> Parlay 58 jersey. That's awesome. Which uh, the Grover Cleveland producers. There you go. Five and eight. So, Sam, thank you very much. I'm very happy that uh, after legitimately a multiple-week odyssey trying to track this thing down after it got delivered to the South Point, we were finally able to track it down. It was waiting for me this morning. That was very kind of Sam. It was. There you go. We have that for a lifetime. Parlay 58 Cleveland Browns jersey. Uh, this gentleman who is kind enough to join us in studio is a multiple contest winner. And now I have it on one neat graphic in front of me so I can actually rattle them off. The winner of the Palms NFL Challenge back in the day, uh, 8,500 entries. The winner of the Win Casino $100,000 single survivor. Uh, that was back in the day. Won the 2016 Stations Casino, NC, uh, the uh, the Division One NCAA Last Man Standing contest. Uh, remember, finished second and fifth in circa millions last year. His only two entries, and then just to top it off, this year, while it might not have been a great circa millions uh, year for you, you won the Stations, or at least you chopped to the win with another team of the Stations Casino Last Man Standing NFL contest, ladies and gentlemen. LVC, Las Vegas, Chris. How you doing, Chris? Good morning. And I just want to remind people uh, I did have a partner uh, you did. with Frank for uh, a period of time during that run also. So How's Frank doing? Miss Frank. Oh, I miss him too. I think he's doing okay. I even saw him about a week or two ago. And you did have a partner again this time too, correct? Did you? Uh, yeah, a different kind of partner. but Different kind uh, of partner. Okay. Listen, so I, first of all, you ended up, you ended up with a the cleanest chop of your life. Explain that. Well, last man standing doesn't end specifically on a date, so there's no way to chop it if you get down to two people. 
So you can't hedge because you're not assured that the other person's going to lose. So you can get yourself in some, some real trouble trying to hedge that contest. So we lose, we're losing uh, Chris's mic there for a second. Let's get Chris's mic back on. Hello? There you go. You're back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, being unable to hedge in that tournament uh, or that contest is, is you know, really difficult. So it, it wouldn't matter if I was playing a blind deaf mute. Uh, you've got to chop because otherwise you have 150000 on a single game. And who wants that? So. And, the, and the other contestants saw it the same way. Yeah, I happened to, I actually met that person uh, years ago. I connected him with the only other person in a college tournament the year he won. So I put the two together and they chopped. So uh, uh, that worked out really well. For those who are, who are just hearing uh, Las Vegas Chris uh, for the first time, we just had Jason Weingarten on the previous segment, and Jason just called Chris one of his betting role models. And last week on Primetime Action, we're sitting here before the show on Thursday night, and the legendary Roxy Roxborough comes into the studio. And I'm like, Roxy, how you doing? What are you doing here? And he explained he had a whole grocery list, and he sort of got sidetracked before he could get the grocery list. He was hanging out at the South Point. I said, why don't you come on and do a segment? And, uh, you know, so we got, to, we got to talking, and I asked him a question about football betting, and inevitably it made its way to this gentleman to my right. Here's how it went. Football, mm -hmm. you don't, so it's the NFL. We're obviously football crazy, right? All we sure. do is talk about football. Sure. It does not, you, you once said something to me uh, at Piero's, which I never forgot, and mm -hmm. I always repeat it, you know, once every few months, I'll say, mm -hmm. it's like Roxy said to me at Piero's one day, he said, Gil, no one beats the NFL, yeah. no one. Yeah. And what you mean is not a month, not a season, but yeah. long term, you yeah. feel if, if people bet it pre-flop against the spread, yeah. they will get the worst of it eventually. Uh, I don't know if they'll get the worst of it. I just think the lines are really efficient. Now, this year it's probably an outlier because of uh, the COVID lines and the movement and the scheduling changes. Um, Las Vegas Chris probably has proved me wrong because he's had probably about a six, seven-year run winning, yeah. which I probably I don't think I've ever, I've ever seen that, right? Well, you could just go away and retire now. You know, I was thinking about it, and... You go through stages of life where you look back and you realize, well, that part of my life peaked and I didn't know it. When something like that happens, it's like There's your you peak. know it right. I can't. There's, it's just so humbling and, and it's, it's indescribable. I mean, that's when you know that there's absolutely nothing that can happen to you in the industry that will exceed that and it I, I just i was shocked uh, to hear that and uh, it's just incredible so it's all downhill from here no uh, it's 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 wonderful when it's such praise from uh and such a wonderful uh, not only legend in the business but such a you know esteemed individual uh maybe the highest of them all in roxy Roxborough. Uh, so I want to get to some of these tweets that you've put out over time here in the last couple months because um, first of all, I think your tweet game is getting better and better, and, and it resonates with a lot of people. And speaking of contests, here's one that you put out. Uh, you said Monday. This is the, sort of the, the thought process, Chris's brain during a week. Monday, laughing to myself, finally a week of so many extra games available for contest. We'll have to whittle it down to five. And then by Saturday, you said, uh, expletive, I need a few more games to get to five. Jeez, I still need to select another. Uh, how the hell am I on those? Look long, look wrong. Well, this season is just atrocious. It, uh, it's a write-off. Uh, it's been very difficult, and, and factoring in all this COVID stuff, 
is it's um it's unbearable. It's twenty four seven. It's always something. And and I joke about it. I'm ground zero. I'm patient zero for the gambling communities. As soon as I bet a game, that team is guaranteed to get COVID. I, I, it's it's uncanny. That's for your story. I mean, regression. There's no such thing with me. It's every game. It's unbelievable. So. It, it, this season has been just so wacky, so bizarre. It hasn't followed true to form in the least. And this COVID, boy, I just hope it goes away so oh, we can get back to business. Well, you and me both, brother. The ultimate uh, from my standpoint. How about this one? Excellent Circa records this year. You wrote, you uh, tweeted this a few weeks back. Uh, someone at 68% today likely has no chance to win the top prize. Someone at 67% is certainly in position to drop out of the money. Just a testament to the size of the pools at this point. Yeah, I I, uh, I should have taken a photo because what I really wanted to say is that basically somebody sitting there in fifteenth place in that window isn't going to make the money. One of the uh, at least one or two of those people. There's too many people directly behind them. At least a couple of those people are going to fall out of the money, and that that's incredible i mean so i mean i don't want to put it this way because we love we love everyone who's running a contest but most of us are mere mortals most of us are not are not you have these gotten so big not the survivors but let's say the handicapping ones have they gotten so big that it's almost ridiculous to play or or is it enough for people to say well maybe i'll be the one who has 69 or 70 percent in a given year well i think it's going to be extremely important that there's a pivot with contests. I, I don't think you can, it would be nice to just have something like we had with the super contest that goes on for 15 years and then something changes. I think there's gonna have to be changes right away. There's just too many people uh, involved and these are becoming kind of lotteries. I mean, you know, it's probably better to discuss when they're the, when they're over and done and yeah. it's off season, so to speak. And but, you and you also, and I'll, I'll speak for you. You also don't want that to come off in any way disparaging, right? Because it's like we all have enjoyed these right. contests. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it's just the nature. I mean, that's what poker became, and uh, yeah. you you can just tweak some things and make things uh, a little different, I believe. Or uh, there's different types of contests that uh, I think would be much more interesting and i think we'll get to that point any hint of what kind of contest you're talking about oh i, I you know what i don't know what uh, can get approved through gaming or not and what the logistics uh, of having uh the option of choosing how many games you'd like to use in a given week uh, if that possibility mm. uh would meet the standards interesting of interesting yeah um so I, I think that uh, would completely change the dynamic. Yeah, that would completely change the dynamic. And uh, um, I honestly believe the last man standing format is actually the best format out there because I don't like the uh, I don't like the the lottery aspect of, well, when is the 17 point uh, favorite going to lose aspect? You know, more with Las Vegas. Chris going to ask him about bad beats and the skill sets needed to be a serious better. He's got a list. Next, a numbers game, Visa Sports Betting Network. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. 
Back on a numbers game, proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Don't forget, sign up for a PlayCard Debit MasterCard and get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit PlayCard.com today to apply. Subject to card activation and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Card issued by MetaBank N.A. Member FDIC. It's Gil Alexander, Las Vegas, Chris. Multiple Las Vegas contest winner. Handicapping. Football, that is. Uh, well, kind enough to join us in studio once again. Love having you in here, man. Appreciate it. And we're just going through some of your uh, some of your things you've randomly tweeted over the last couple months. We were just talking off air. You never know what's going to resonate with people and what's not. Uh, here's one, and this has to do with bad beats. When you bet poorly coached bad teams with obvious deficiencies, you're responsible for putting yourself in a situation to have a bad beat. Bad beats happen more often to bad teams. The better teams find a way to pull it out more often than the bad teams. That's part of the handicap. Well, isn't that so true? I think I mean, so. It, it's really such a simple comment because I, I, there was just one day where these people were just going on and on, and it's like, well, wait a minute. This is the same team. I think it was the Chargers, actually. I mean, what do you expect? Yeah. It. I mean, keep on doing the same thing and expecting a different result. I'm going to send you a screenshot of when I had the Chargers power rank number one from oh, early brother. October. <laughs> I'm going to send you that as a gift to you, Chris. <laughs> Here, enjoy this. They were never in the top ten. Okay, so here's, here's one. Skill set update for the serious better. Now, you had a bunch of these. Handicapper, okay. Fortune teller, I assume you mean about COVID. Uh, medical fundamentals, maybe that's the COVID one, disease specialist, mathematician, accountant, psychologist, uh, 25-hour availability, isolation comfort. What do you mean by that? You have to be willing to just isolate. And and supported by your loved ones. Yes. I like that one. Uh, Vacationless, flex family, technology expert, networking, info sourcing, historian, weatherman, multitasker. Yeah, it's a good start. It's a good, it's a good start. Yeah, it's you know, and the comedy of that is that was a well-received tweet, and I didn't have my Grammarly working for whatever reason, and then some COVID news hit, and I sent it out with like almost every spelling error known to man because I couldn't see what I was typing because I was blind at the time. It was just comical. So. But yeah, it's, and that's just the start of the list. It really is. I mean, you, uh, I I don't know how people with families uh, and kids uh, really do what a lot of people do, the time commitments, the sacrifices. I can't, I don't make appointments with anybody. I mean, I can't make appointments with people the next day because it actually nags you in the back of your mind that, well, I I, got to be there at this time because you don't, you want to be there, and inevitably, every single time something comes up. Trust me, the, the, when I've got a free, crystal clear nothing Monday happens. with nothing to do, <laughs> nothing happens. Some way, somehow, <laughs> it's ten thirty at night, and yeah. I'm looking for breakfast. You know, yeah. seriously, I'm not joking. And then some of the busy days end up being, well, you're like, get the jitters. Well, wait a minute, that's supposed to be busy all day. What's going on? <laughs> this is uh, this is another one about, about contests. I remember when you, <clears throat> I remember when you tweeted this. I want to say it might have been in reaction to something we did, but I'll, I'll ask you. Contests are personal and should be played any freaking way someone wants to play them and without ridicule. They're supposed to be fun, but they get stressful. Everyone makes wrong moves. The lottery element ensures great moves get punished and ignorant moves rewarded. Well, no, that was that was in response with people that want to lecture and ridicule and 
and just belittle and make people feel bad for oh, what they're no. doing in their contest. No. And I just think that that's ridiculous. It, I, it's your money, and sometimes you want to go by your feel. And if that's what you want to do, then that's okay. And just it, there's nothing wrong with trying to help people and say, hey, you know, think about this option mm -hmm. or these options, or you may not want to do that. And that's okay. But, you know, you don't sit there and call people names and ridicule Is that them. Twitter, though? I mean, is that what you're talking about? Like, because yeah. Twitter's, you know. Well, I've, I've heard people just make disparaging comments, and, and it, I just think it's painfully unfair because it's, it's bad enough the time you spend, the money you spend, the, the dreams you have that some way, somehow you're going to win it. Uh, it's a real letdown. Oh. It's bad. It, it's a shock to the system. There's a lot of people that contact me, and I'm like, my number one thing is, listen, just relax. Just, and that, and that, that goes to the previous tweet you read with the 67, 68% people. Mm -hmm. And unless you were in the top eight, you, you're not going to win. So resign yourself that you're not going to get life-changing money, okay? So get the nerves out of the way. It's not going to happen. And have fun and relax. And I, and, and I honestly think that that's why, in fact, that's why I know I won Last Man Standing. I was out of bullets. I had one bullet left because you get the five entries week three. And I knew I was dead meat, so I didn't care. I was like, okay, put a pick in, put a pick in. Put, put a pick in, and then before I know it. Because you were down to one. Yeah. So I, I, I figured I was going to be out. I was out of college like week two, and I was down to one week three in NFL. So this is interesting, though, because I, I sort of would say this about Survivor, too. There's almost a clarity to only having one entry left. Yeah. I, having two was a bad mistake. I, you know what? If it's the only thing you're going to do, it's one thing. But you take for granted these cushions when you have multiple entries going. Yes. For example, last year with Last Man Standing, I had four of the remaining 20. Poof, all gone, one week. So you don't know what's gonna happen, but if you're down to one, boy, you're, you're, you're really taking it a little bit more seriously and a little bit more concentration, and that cushion is not there for you anymore. How many entries would you, so this is the, then this is the ultimate question. How many entries would you buy for last man standing next year, how many entries would you buy for Survivor? Would you still, despite all that we're saying, so in other words, because I always say, I go, listen, if you have more than one entry, by definition, if you play the others differently, you're not playing the others what you would feel right. optimally, right? Right. But on the other hand, there is this, you know, the randomness of having perhaps two left longer than most others exists so in the end what do you end up doing next year i you know what i, I i'd like to see if they change the format on survivor um i don't i believe that the two short weeks change the whole you're you're basically essentially changing the whole format of the contest oh for sure so but is that is that a is that a horrible thing or does in other words it adds much more luck to the calculus of the whole thing, right? Because there's only three games in those pockets, right? 
So you have to, but there's also the the angle you could take, which is well, but that that's the that makes it more strategic, right? The fact that you have to plan your season around those two road bumps. I do like that, but when we won the win contest, they had a really good idea. They ran it the same way, but you could use any team any week. But what they did was week one and two, all the games were available. Then they started clipping the high point spread games. Oh, interesting. So weeks three and four, they dropped the top two. Then weeks five and six, they dropped two more. So halfway through the season, you're, sometimes you're not seeing a seven-point spread to choose from. Well, so I don't know if I like that better because even, even with the 13, 14-point spreads, <laughs> trust me, I know from last year, right, losing on a 17-point spread. You know, you know, wouldn't it be interesting if uh, Survivor next year dropped off just – they're always dropping off the highest spread every week or the two highest spreads because it, it's getting ridiculous. How many double-digit games do we have this week alone? I think at least four, I believe we have. Isn't it more than that? I might mean, be. It, yeah, might be. But we've had weeks of like six double-digit games. It's just ridiculous. You know what? I'm, I'm going to go the other way. I actually think that contest is perfect. I really do. Like, I mean, I, we can quibble. Your, 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 your points are all valid. But, you know, like, I don't think anybody's going to be 100% happy with any particular format that they go with. Some people might quibble with what you just uh, outlined there. I, I think ultimately I ended up like, even though I lost, right? I ended up not minding the Thanksgiving Christmas thing because I'm like, well, it kind of makes you plan differently. And yeah, it would suck if you lost that week, but you know it from the outset anyway. I think the concept of having a point spread elimination contest is exponentially uh, more interesting because. It's a real lottery aspect of when a, a, a huge favorite's going to go down, and, and you can do everything perfectly. Oh, trust me, for I know. twelve weeks, fourteen weeks, <laughs> and you know, seventeen point favorite just doesn't show up, oh. or COVID hits, or, or just some nonsense. Too soon, Chris. Too soon. For but my... every single week, yeah, versus the point spread, there's always tension. You don't get any free pass weeks. Every single pick is tension filled. You're amazing, man. Let's do this more often after the season when you have more time or whenever you feel like it. You're yeah, always welcome. When it's warmer, I, I would never <laughs> came in if I knew uh, it was going to be 37. Sorry, dude. the top up. Sorry, dude. Inconvenience you. Las Vegas Chris, everybody, at Las Vegas Chris on Twitter, C-R-I-S. Thank you, sir, as always. Michael Lombardi next. Numbers Gave Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. 
Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 Moneyline wager on any game, and if either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy NBA action like never before with BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds specials, and daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in the game you wager on. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. This gentleman hosts the Lombardi Line weekdays at the top of the hour each and every weekday. And, of course, has the, uh, the Gridiron Genius book, the GM Shuffle podcast, and you can follow him on Twitter. M. Lombardi NFL has worked with many of the NFL greats. It's Michael Lombardi. How you doing, Michael? Uh, Gil, I'm doing great. My condolences to you. I, I know that this is always a tough time and the holidays. And, and you know, it's funny. As we get older, you know, the, the people that are closest to us, they're harder to lose from. And, uh, you know, my mom's been uh, gone 11 years, and it seems like yesterday. And the memories don't go away. So my sincere condolences to you. I feel badly. Thank you so much, Michael. And I appreciate your, your text the other day. And I... I, I you know, I was saying when I did that yesterday, I was telling people what, what you didn't see is me, you know, driving up South Las Vegas Boulevard, going to the CVS and sort of like sobbing uncontrollably in a parking lot. It's, it's really this is an exercise in compartmentalization doing a show like this. So I appreciate that. By the way, let me just say this. Thank God for football, because yeah. if I you know, if this was another time of the season, I wouldn't be nearly as distracted. So football, just again, my love letter to football, where you never think it's going to help you, but it's such a great sort of distraction for me so that I can think of other things. And I have so, yeah. I have so many football questions for you, and I'll just start out with, we'll just do some rapid fire. One, 
Who is the team right now outside of the playoff picture? So we're talking Chargers and Ravens in the AFC, maybe the Vikings, the NFC. Who's the team that if you gave the teams in it truth serum, they would say that's the team we don't want to play? You know, I think on the surface people would say the Chargers, but if you really study the Chargers this year compared to last year, they they have gotten significantly worse defensively, significantly worse defensively. Uh, they can't stop anybody on third down. They've given up 411 points already this year. Uh, so I, I don't consider them. I think Herbert's a wonderful story, and I think offensively they're fun to watch. But they are bad on defense. They can't stop the run. Uh, they never can get control of the game. So I dismiss those. Baltimore, I can't see that either. You know, to me, when we got to that seventh playoff team, I don't think there's a team outside of the playoffs that you would say, well, I fear them. I mean, Minnesota's a nice story. But they never they fall short in too many games. You know, uh, Atlanta shouldn't even you know Atlanta we shouldn't even be talking about. It. Anytime Atlanta plays a good team, it's really problematic. And then I know Cleveland's the 12th seed right now. But look, I mean, do we really want to watch? I mean, we're going to have to endure Baker Mayfield's progressive commercials during the playoffs. Do we nearly <laughs> need to endure him during the during the uh, well? By the way, can I ask you this, a brief aside from the playoff questions, because as I'm watching that game, uh, as we all were against the Packers on Saturday, and the Packers have to still endure a final drive in that game, even though they were plus four in turnovers, courtesy of Baker Mayfield. But I think about, and this is a great question for you, as a guy who was in front offices, you and I have talked about this with Jared Goff before when he was with the Rams. Hey, should they really pay him this big deal? They ended up doing so, got bailed out by the Stafford trade. Here we are, $18.5 million guaranteed for Baker Mayfield next year. Don't the Browns know everything they need to know at this point? Right, but I think the eighteen and a half million will be able will, will allow them to bridge to the next one. Yes. See, I, I, if I were the GM of the Browns, I would I would pay them the eighteen and a half million. I think that's that's not that's not an unreasonable number. Oh, that part's happening. You know, I mean, after that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, after that, I'm not doing it. But but I think the mistake they made, Gil, and I think the mistake the Raiders made, and I've said it then and I've said it now, is that they both know that Carr's not worth, worthy in the $40 million range. Baker was never going to be in that 40. So once you know that, you should have drafted a quarterback last year you, if you could have gotten to one. And they ignored that, you know, and I think that's going to be the problem because this year there's not one out yeah. there. And it's hard to replace a guy without a guy in mind. All right, who are the teams? We always talk about this as betters. We're two weeks away from the postseason. And a lot of us are thinking to ourselves, oh, man, I can't wait for this team to make the playoffs and then pound a bet against them. Who are those teams in your mind? Who are you like, oh, if they get to the postseason, I am betting profusely against them, or they should be a team one should bet against. I think Cincinnati comes to mind. I think Cincinnati is really a a wonderful 7-on-7 team when Burrow gets protection. But we know when playoff time comes around that defensive fronts take over. I think it will be an example this week against the Chiefs when, when you bring Chris Jones, Jarrett Reed, Frank Clark to town, and they have to block those three really talented defensive front. And Burrow's got to make a lot of complicated throws. I mean, it's wonderful to throw the ball against Baltimore, and they're basically replacement squad team on defense. They couldn't rush. I think until they prove that they can protect Burrow in a physical style, because playoff football is all about physical styles. You know, obviously it's easy to say Arizona. I think Arizona is 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 very, been very fraudulent. We know that. I think Murray really has been more fraudulent than anybody because in, when you make him play quarterback from the pocket, he can't. 
And, you know, he's not endeared himself to a lot of people. He misses Hopkins. I think that's an issue. And, and so I would say those two teams just jump off the top of my head. Since he, I like since he's skilled players. I still think it's a problem up front. And, look, let's be honest. If you watched that Raven game last week, Baltimore moved the football on him with Josh Johnson at quarterback. Sure did. I believe north of 300 yards passing, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. Okay. How's this one? Uh, home field. Our, our, uh, we understand that home field doesn't mean as much in the NFL as it once did. But uh, we've all lived a lifetime knowing that in the postseason, boy, home field has meant uh, gobs over time, especially when you get the number one seed. Let me ask you this, though. Who is the team, in your opinion, that benefits the most from home field as opposed to playing a road game? In other words, the way that their football team is set up, perhaps offensively, where they just are better at home, you think, by miles than they are on the road? Is it Dallas, for instance? I think it could be Tampa. I mean, Tampa hasn't been the best road team. I mean, they haven't covered on the road like they do at home. Uh, you know, and I think they need – they're going to throw the football. Where's Fournette going to be in the game plan? You know, Dallas is not a great home team. I mean, we saw Denver go in there as a nine-point dog and just take take the game to them. So – but Dallas has the team that can play on the road, too. Green Bay, you know, they're undefeated at home, the only undefeated team at home so far this season. You know, do they need it? Yeah, because I think for all the talk that LaFleur should be coach of the year, somebody needs to figure out, can they win a game? Can they win the kicking game? No. Is their defense going to improve? It hasn't. I mean, they've been very fortunate the last two weeks playing at home, where in the fourth quarter they shut down the faucet. And the other teams comes roaring back. I mean, well, that was one game was in Baltimore. Baltimore, to me, if they would have got that game in overtime, I think Baltimore wins that game. And then secondly, last week, I mean, if Mayfield just hands the ball off, they're going to try to at least kick a field goal to win that game. I think Green Bay has to fix their special teams, which hasn't happened all year, and their defense and take the best players out. I mean, at what point didn't LaFleur walk over to, to Joe Barry and say, could we double Mark Andrews, you think, today? <laughs> yeah, uh, was on my mind as well. Maybe I should have asked that the other way, by the way. Like, what, uh, what team is the most impervious to where they play? Like the way that their football team is set up, maybe maybe it's a a run heavy team like the Colts, maybe yeah, it's the Titans. I think Tennessee. Yeah. I think Tennessee, New England. I think I think Tennessee, New England, Indy. Those teams are physical. They can go play on the road. I think Kansas City, because of their defense, can go play on the road. They probably won't have to, but I do think they can. And I think the one team that I would be concerned about is if I were the Rams, is can the Rams go into cold weather and play? Now, we know Stafford's play well, but last week against Minnesota, those three interceptions should have cost them the game. They were fortunate enough that they didn't. But uh, to me, I, the one thing I think we've seen in this league is teams are really good at playing on the road this year. We've seen it. We've seen so many road teams be able to do that. I think the weather is going to be the most distinctive factor. If Buffalo has to play a game with a lot of wind like, the, like they played and their, their passing game isn't in line – like it was last week. I mean, they did a great job last week of, of, of taking the weakness of the Patriots, which is their linebackers, and making them have to tackle. Buffalo's biggest play last week was 28 yards. But what they forced the Patriots to do was come up, rally, and tackle. And it showed, a, it showed what has been there all along is a lack of total team speed on defense by the Patriots. We have 45 seconds, Mike. Do you have a favorite John Madden memory, perhaps? 
You know, I, I don't. He wasn't around as much as you would have thought he would be being an ex-Raider than when I was there for the 10 seasons. I think what he was able to do, Gil, was take the complicated and make it very simple. Yeah. And I think he engaged the audience tremendously, right? And he was able to explain football, which is a very complicated sport, and he put it in simplistic terms. So the people that were learning from him, they were able to then tell their friends what they learned, and that endeared him to everybody. So it's a, such a great way to, to, to say it, Michael. No one explained the counter tray better than yeah. John Madden, for instance. Uh, the, no uh, doubt. The Joe Gibbs play from back in the day used to this day on all levels of football. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate it. Lombardi Thanks, line Gil. at the top of the hour. Michael Lombardi, everybody, uh, at M Lombardi NFL on Twitter. That's at the top of the hour. Uh, good luck with all your bets today. I'm on Clemson. Let's get it done. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN.